my loves and welcome to Shots of Serenity, where you can find dope conversations and a peace of mind. This podcast is not meant to be a replacement for counseling or psychotherapy. I encourage each and every one of you to seek out a licensed helping professional as you see fit. This podcast was established as a safe space to continue the conversation of mental health and all of its manifestations. Now, let's get into it. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Shots of Serenity podcast. I am your host, Jasmine St. John, and this is a safe space to land where we explore ways to welcome peace and love into our lives through mindfulness, soul care, and self-exploration. So if this is your first time listening, hey love, we hope all is well. Thank you for tuning in. We like to start all podcast episodes by asking, how are you doing today? And really taking the time to say like, how am I doing? Like, am I more, when I say good, what does good mean? When I say okay, what does okay mean? How do I know that I'm feeling okay and good? If this is not your first time listening, hello, love. Of course, we extend that question to you as well. And we thank you for coming back and supporting and really just pouring into yourselves and pouring into us and really exchanging energy with us. So we hope all is well, y'all. Little story time. If you have not already, go ahead and listen back to a couple of episodes ago where I kind of had a journal entry and I explained that I was revamping the podcast and it was very minimal as it um, concerns like the external pieces of the podcast. I really... I really updated our description and our picture and really hone in on the things that I wanted to discuss and share. However, a lot of the revamping was internally in my perspective and kind of just in organization. So I say that all to say I wanted to start off the revamp or post revamp with emotional wellness, especially because I've really been diving deep into understanding emotional wellness as it relates to my emotional well-being, as well as the populations I serve as a helping professional. So I say that to say again, (laughs) Um, I did that like mid of the month and I didn't realize like baby (laughs) February's over (laughs) and last week we discussed the importance of emotions and understanding how our emotions impact our cognitions and behaviors but that was March and we're in March now (laughs) so I am going to extend this series and when I say series I really I mean, I guess you can call it a series. It's more so just organizing my mind and hopefully the way that you receive things, because being that I go on tangents, there's a lot of layers to a lot of the things that we discuss. And sometimes one episode just won't suffice. I mean, even four episodes won't necessarily suffice, especially because you learn new things every day and you gain more information every day. But we are extending this and this week, I wanted to kind of 
give a little bit more tangible tools, which many of these things that I'm going to discuss today, you may already know, um, but really wanting to highlight it and give some examples for each sector. So as you can tell by the title of this episode, we are providing or putting emphasis on about four ways to reflect and process your emotions. Again, last episode, we talked about understanding how our emotions really impact our cognitions and our behaviors, then impacting our interpersonal relationships, and then really just impacting the way that we show up as a society. So today, we just wanted to provide four possible ways to process your emotions. Because now that we understand what emotions are, now that we understand its effects, and we understand the the importance of processing and recognizing our emotions, the next question is, how the heck do we do so? So we just wanted to provide four simple ways, um, allowing just, you know, a short episode to emphasize on some ways to express our emotions in a healthy, conducive and not like structured manner and something that feels welcoming and it doesn't feel intense or belittling. So the first way is through journaling, okay? Love writing, love journaling. Um, (laughs) I was going to go on a little tangent about the first time that I like expressed myself through writing and I actually got in trouble for it. (laughs) And ever since, like, I just didn't care to write and I thought it was you know, not the best way to reflect because I got in trouble about it. And it's so crazy, you know, how our experiences or first initiations or a couple of experiences with situations can really lay the foundation for our life. And journaling and reflecting through writing and words and kind of just allowing my subconscious to kind of come out in a, you know, in a a way of literature um just was not a thing for me (laughs) and then I went through the phase of feeling like it was a task and I had nothing to talk about but um journaling is really freeing and sometimes it's important and essential for us to have prompts that's why every Thursday or Friday we engage in we provide journal prompts that is directly related to our episode. Also, if you subscribe to our email list, we will be providing journal prompts as well for the week. So it's really important to reflect. As we stated in the beginning of this podcast, our approach to self-awareness, self-exploration, and self-improvement is an emphasis on mindfulness and becoming aware holistically, as well as reflecting, not allowing that st- I was about to say shit, but no, for real, not allowing that shit to stay inside of us. Because when we don't process things, we don't realize that it becomes buildup and layers. And then we get confused as to why we're exploding. And it's because we didn't allow any space to release that energy. Thoughts are energies. You know, the way we interact with people is energetic. And a lot of times when we keep that stuff bottled up, it's not healthy for us. So the first way that we can process our emotions or really just identify any patterns or maybe some faults or some 
challenges within our thought processes and processes and our cognitions and the way that we internalize things is through journaling. Because through journaling, if you have a negative perspective or negative self-talk or continuously taking blame and not really um, holding yourself accountable, when you go back and reflect on these things or when you even write these things out loud, it allows you to really look at yourself like, okay, no judgment. Uh, but I'm noticing something that I'm not sure if I really like, or I'm noticing something that I think may be important to explore a little bit more. So journaling is a beautiful way to really write some of the things that you may be thinking, but you never get to express for whichever reason uh, on a paper. And then it's also beautiful for tracking, Um, you know, at the end of the year, once you're going through and evaluating what your last 12 months look like, I think utilizing your journal is a beautiful thing to see where you were at that point in time, or even just throughout the year. It doesn't even have to be at the end of the year. Hey, love, guess what? We are starting an email list. You know how we talked about really merging our two goals for the last two years of podcasting? As we embark on our third year of podcasting, we really want to hone in on consistency and creating a community. So what better way to do that than an email subscription? With this email subscription, you'll be updated on all of our offerings, our live events, our upcoming offerings that may be in person or may be virtual, (laughs) our affirmations of the week, quotes of the week, as well as a personalized journal to these episodes. So join the community and click the link in the show notes to subscribe to our emails now. Also, watch out on social media. We ask and dibble and dabble into our email subscriptions there as well. Let's get back into the episode. The second way to express yourself or that can assist in the process of understanding your emotions, you know, taking a psychological standpoint There is a process (laughs) that allows clients or patients or individuals to express themselves through art. Um, And a lot of times, depending on your level of credentials and understanding, one can interpret the way that person is feeling by the stroke of their pen and the stroke of their brush, maybe the colors that they use. Um, maybe the tension that they use with the utensil. And it's very interesting. Also, I utilize art therapy with my little kiddos. Sometimes when they cannot verbally express how they feel, or they may not be able to actually write or care to write, we allow, I hold space for them to depict the experience through art or even through narrative therapy. If something happens, you know, clients may draw or, um, you know, paint the scenario and then they're able to explain each piece of their art. And on a more expansive level, people really express themselves through art and the way that they, the things that they draw and then the meaning that it holds behind it. And this doesn't have to be in a quote unquote pretty way. I used to personally think like, oh my gosh, I'm not a good artist. I can't draw. So I should not be behind a pen, marker, crayon, paintbrush. Um, That's just not for me. 
And you realize that, you know, even if you talk and chop it up with true artists, you know, it's really in the eye of the beholder and it's allowing yourself to express yourself freely. And it's not really for the intentions of making it a masterpiece in someone else's eyes, but a masterpiece as it reflects your heart and your intentions. And art is just a really beautiful thing. Yesterday, ironically, I dropped off a coloring book. (laughs) to a client so even if it's something that's already guided the structure is already there and you want to color in a way giving yourself that space to release and where the processing could be is you're being mindful and intentional about this art about this you know depiction and It allows you to kind of ground down, which could also be used in a meditative therapeutic space. And you then open space for your mind to reflect on some of the things that's been heavy on your heart. You allow yourself to be so intentional and focus on what's going on. It kind of creates space for you to listen and be able to hear your internal dialogue, thus providing some insight to your emotions and your thoughts and your feelings. So art is a really dope way to express yourself as well. The next one is movement, Uh, walking, yoga. I think the way I started my journey initially, and I'm not sure if I have expressed this, I may have being that we are over 100 episodes in. When I became really intentional, I got frustrated at the fact that I could no longer tie my shoe, y'all. Well, no, I lied. Let's first start by... These were these kind of happened simultaneously, but I think the reading came first. I read this wonderful book and it was called The Um The Art of Positive Thinking. And I read it when I had like my first full-time job post-undergrad and I was taking my break to go to graduate school. And to be honest, I was also never a reader. I can talk about like feelings or experiences where I just had to push aside reading and how that really wasn't conducive for me. So I was trying to be intentional about reading and it took me a while to read this book, but um, I was you know, intentional about finishing it. And it just gave me such a different perspective to life. And I just wanted to learn more and I wanted to be more and explore more. Um, The other piece of that is the fact that I could not tie my shoe without it hurting or feeling like I needed to prop my leg up. And it really inflicted a lot of emotions for me, especially as someone who was very flexible, who could do a split at any moment to the left and on the left and the right side, you know, and I realized like I am not in my body anymore. And why is my mobility in this way? And at that point, I definitely had judgment. But getting into yoga, it became a point where I had literally between the end of my bed to our dresser. And it was maybe less than arms width distance. A lot of the poses I had to, you know, like maneuver and turn the opposite way just so I can extend as I needed to. But being intentional about that practice at that time in my life allowed me to really be in my body, like how I felt about my body, how I felt about things, how I even felt about my body. Like there were curves and, you know, indentations that I didn't even know about. And it's my damn body. So, you know, movement as well can give you space to process. Uh, Even 
this morning, ironically, I went on a run and noticing the difference between when we first moved here and we used to try to walk and run and my level of endurance to now not really running, but getting into going to the gym and being more um, intentional about non-exercising movement. And it's just, it's crazy the way our body speaks to us. And Uh, I think movement is another beautiful form and that could be through dance, that can be through strength training, that can be through yoga, that can be through mobility training, Um, that can simply be through walking, walking and meditating and noticing what's going on internally and noticing how different landmarks and things that are going on, um, how they really Mm -hmm. contribute to how you're currently feeling and maybe any thoughts or memories that come up when you notice these things. So movement is also another dope way to really express, uh, really um, process, excuse me, your emotions and identify what's really going on internally. The last one that I have, and of course, this is not in any order, and there's definitely more than four ways to reflect and process on your emotions, but you guys know I have to say it is therapy. Uh, It's so crazy the way therapy has been healing for me and a reflection for me, um, as well as what I see in others. And so, you know, not on the client side, realizing how sharing space with someone and having a non-judgmental space is really healing for others. And it's just like, some days I'm like, am I doing this right? (laughs) Uh, But the things that you receive, the moments of self-actualization and the gratitude and, you know, the progress that you see in individuals is, is insane. And then also taking it from a client perspective, my therapist is amazing. (laughs) And I don't know if she realizes how much I appreciate her, but some of the things that we've worked through and I've been able to understand about myself and it doesn't even have to be completely in the room but there could be something she told me to do or to think of and then I begin to do or think of that thing and it makes me go on a rabbit hole of something else and it makes me want to explore like yo how else is this manifesting in my life and of course you know therapy is is based on your emotions your cognitions your behavior and that intersectionality as especially in a holistic space how is that impacting your health how is that impacting your interpersonal relationships? How is that impacting your career, your career career development, especially as it relates to what stage you are in human development? Um, what trauma have you experiences experienced? Do those have any impacts on how you're currently feeling? So anyways, this is becoming long. <laughs> the various ways that one can reflect and process their emotions is through therapy, movement, um, art and writing and so, so many more um, beautiful avenues to express yourself. So if you guys have not tried one or all of these things, I definitely invite you to take it slow. Go where your heart and your mind is led. If you uh, are in a space where you have to jump back on the bandwagon with having some consistency and fitting these things into your life, I definitely invite you to do so with no judgment. Um, I made a post earlier this week about honoring your season and understanding how you know your daily practices are going to evolve depending on the season that you're in, and that is okay. So I hope you guys have an amazing week. 
and I will see you next episode. Namaste. Alrighty, loves. This week's quote is by Dolly Parton, and the name sounds familiar. Let me, I don't think I've ever put a disclaimer. Y'all, I live under a rock, and I don't know names. Um, I try to separate myself from what people have done, unless it's like blatant and they're just they don't have the best intentions or the way their intentions come off is not in alignment with you know the way that I receive grace and understanding and equality and equity and all those things so if I quote somebody that may not have the best you know actions I'm sorry I don't know these people but Dolly Parton and I don't even want to say who I think this may be um, to embarrass myself more but their name sounds familiar and this person had a beautiful quote and that's really all I'm here for their their quotes <laughs> anyways this person says the way I see it if you want the rainbow you gotta put up with the rain and I think that speaks life in itself and there's really no explanation needed so if you want the rainbow be open to putting up with the rain you can definitely make it through you will make it through you have made it through so may you make it through the rest of this day and the rest of this week for taking the time out to listen and join the conversation. I really hope you all enjoyed it. Please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast. If you've done so already and you like the vibes, be sure to write a review wherever you're listening to Shots of Serenity. It truly helps. Also, feel free to email or DM us with any recommendations, questions, comments, or concerns. Our email is shotsofserenity at gmail.com. Our Instagram is shotsofserenity underscore. And those are all spelled the exact same way it is spelled on our podcast. I'll see you guys next episode. Thanks again for listening. Peace and blessings to you all and your families. And I hope you all have an amazing week. Bye-bye.